Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Torcaster, Dragon Rider, and our fellow host, Major Death. So, this is part two of our Fractured in Alterac Valley card set review. Um, we've done the first six classes. We will be picking up with Rogue and doing the uh, remaining four classes and um, all the neutral cards. So, Dragon Rider, can you remind our listeners, refresh them on our scale? Yes, absolutely. All right, so we've got a one to six scale, one being bad, uh, two being fringe, kind of like a support card, like we've seen with Abusive Sergeant or an Arubian Unraveler. Three is a strong, maybe key support in a few decks, like we saw with Bone Wraith or True Silver. Four is very strong, good in several decks, like Fungal Mancer or Evil Miscreant. Five is format defining, like Cube, Caliseth, Zephyrus. Oh, yeah, you remember those. And six <laughs> is OPAF, please nerf. We haven't, haven't seen any of those yet. But uh, we got we got uh, we got some we've got some good strong (laughs) cards coming up in this final uh, final few classes. And I'm going to kick us off with Rogue. Uh, Starting with the legendaries, we're doing the legendary minion. It's Serathine Fleet Runner, five mana, five five, with a battle cry that reads: Replace the minions in your hand and deck with ones from other classes. They cost two less. So this is replacing all of your your the entire your hand and rest of your deck with other class cards because it's not it's it's from other classes so it's not there's no neutral cards you'll only get class cards and they'll cost two less. I mean, <laughs> this is. I don't like this style of rogue, so it's it's really difficult for me to say this is this is something that's really really good. I don't see the, think this sees constructed play. I think it, there's just too much of a variable when it comes to what you would get from this. We've seen cards that that switch your cards for cards from other classes before. They don't typically see play. The cost reduction doesn't really matter. This is this is a bad card. I think it, I. I think it's a one, but like if you want to meme and you want to have fun, this is potentially a card for that. So in that case, it's a two. So can 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 I give this card a negative? Was there a negative? <laughs> there there isn't negative on our scale, but you know, I, I feel like scales, it, scales are made to be broken. <laughs> I guess is there a negative three? I could give this card. This is just. I mean, this is just all for the meme. This has no. No, no, no. I don't can't think of anything right now that is currently in standard that would make this card remotely playable. So yeah, I have it as a one. Yup. Same. Just copy paste what you guys said, because yeah. Okay, now for the main event. It is Shadow Crafter Scabs, the seven mana hero card for Rogue. Battlecry, return all minions to their owner's hands. Summon two 4-2 shadows with stealth. 
You gain five armor because it's a hero card. And listen to this hero power. A zero mana hero power that says the next card you play this turn costs two less. Wow, there's just... I love this card. I want to play this card. This card is amazing. First, the... The value you get in this card is ridiculous. You're getting a Vanish. And so that that's like a six mana card that doesn't see play for six mana. It's 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 a wild card now. It used to be playable sometimes. But the interesting thing about this is is it puts two minions on the board with stealth immediately after. And that just sets you up for a a, a battlemaster turn. That does eight. That does sixteen damage just the following turn. If those two stealth minions stay on the board, the next turn they can do sixteen damage with a battlemaster. And then you've got an innervate hero power, a pre-nerfed innervate hero power. This is this is just obscene. I don't see. I, I I literally think this card is going to be in every rogue deck going forward till it rotates out of standard. That's how strong this card is, and it's just. I I'm I don't think we're at a point where it's too slow because seven mana. I think you you could argue that given what we've seen over the course of the year, that maybe this is too slow. I don't think it is. It, it punishes people going wide against you, which is typically one of the ways that you beat rogue. So I I, I just I love this card. I hope I open this. I hope I get to play with it right away. Am I nuts thinking this is one of, if not the best hero card in this set? Uh, I almost gave this card a six. Like, I have a hard time not seeing how this card doesn't get nerfed. Uh, It does everything. It swings the board. Like, it clears the board, provides you tempo, and then gives you a universal discount on everything you on the first card you play every turn or one card you play every turn what like that is just like i don't understand they're like oh you know how you can only have two preparations in your deck and they only count for spells what if we gave you a preparation every turn and um yeah and that just worked for not only spells but your minions too so always Always your field contacts, that's gonna cost one. <laughs> you know, it's just it's ridiculous. I uh this is this if there's any if there's the most this is the to me the most notable hero card out of all ten of them. This is the high point. This is the the power spike in the hero cards for me. So I have it as a five. Yeah, I have it as a five as well, but like I've almost considered just putting it as a four. Like, I think it's really good, but I don't think I'm I'm as excited as some people for it. Um, the the hero power to me is definitely the the huge thing there. Yes, it can punish, but I the battle cry effect is really going to pro- kind of be like iffy depending on the deck you're playing. Whereas the hero power is going to be more consistent, like no matter what um, against whatever deck you're playing against. Uh, so I, I still think this might not be great if you're playing against like a quest mage or something. They don't care if you put any minions back in their hand because they're probably not going to have stuff on the board anyways. And then just beat you down with uh, spells. So I, 
you know, there's there's a couple situations like that where I think it might not be like as amazing as people think, but it's definitely pretty strong and that that discount on your next card played and the fact that you can choose when to use the hero power to discount which card throughout your turn that is cool so i i should note i i did give this a five i was not going to give it a six because i don't want to see it nerfed just just so so you understand that <laughs> let's move on to the epics forsaken lieutenant is a two mana two two with stealth that says after you play a death rattle minion become a 2-2 copy of it with rush i don't i don't know of a death rattles that i want to play in in um rogue right now and there's definitely some other this isn't the only death rattle synergy card that that we see in this set for rogue um i mean the fact that this gets rush um and presumably triggers the battle cry that you put in your deck um on purpose means that you know you could potentially set this up really really nicely uh but i don't know this just doesn't feel like a card i want to play right now maybe this gets better when there's some other death rattles that i want to play i gave it a two i also have it two for pretty much the same reason it's interesting if there's something you really want a death rattle because it goes off immediately essentially like you can make right. a trade it sits there stealth until you're ready for it. So it's an interesting prospect. I just don't know that that has there's the that death rattle that you want in Rogue right now. Yep, I also gave it a two. Same things. I I did theorycraft a death rattle Rogue, so I'm gonna try it and see how it goes. But yeah, I don't. It's you're not playing it if you're not playing death rattle. So it pretty much just goes in that one deck. The other epic is a two-mana weapon called the Lobotomizer. It is to attack to durability with an honorable kill tag that says get a copy of the top card of your opponent's deck. I mean, this is ways to burgle cards, I guess, but I want to play the one-mana version that I think is much better, the Cutlass. So, I, I mean, I'm giving this a two because you might play this if you want to burgle cards, but... Those cards don't have synergy, and with what you probably are doing, so I don't want to play this. I gave it a two, but it, probably a one. I gave it a one. It's this yeah. is if you want a, a two two with an upside. Uh, there's the cutlass. cutlass. Yeah, the cutlass. cutlass it's just better, yeah. and it can trade and discount a spell. Like there's just it's better than this in every way, and this doesn't do anything remotely good enough to justify two mana. Yep, I also gave it a one. I same reasons. Plus, I'm I'm just really not a huge fan of the honorable kill on most of these cards. There's maybe a couple honorable kill cards that I like, but this is not one of them. Although, if I were rating just the name, the name is a five. <laughs> it is. It is a five. It is name. a pretty good name. That is. That is a pretty pretty good name. I I will grant you that. You are correct. Uh, let's move on to the rares. We have a rare spell, five mana, contraband stash. Replay five cards from the from other classes you've played this game. Holy mackerel, this is slow. This is like glacially slow. This is like, I don't know, almost moving backwards it is so slow. You have to play five cards, 
pay the mana for five. You have to get five cards from other classes. You then have to pay the mana to play these five cards, and then you're going to want to have them played again and pay five mana to do it. This is a one. I, I don't see a world in which I would want to play a deck with this card in it. Yep, one. Yep, yep, one. Apparently, there is some agreement there. Snowfall Graveyard is the three-mana objective spell uh, that says your death rattles trigger twice. Last three turns. Uh, you know, we talked about death rattles a little bit earlier. Not really enthused with the ones that are available right now. We'll have a rotation next year and new cards. So maybe at some point before this rotates out of standard, this could be interesting. The fact that it lasts three turns is good. The mana cost feels a little high to me i gave this a two it might see play eventually i don't think it sees play during during alterac valley i agree i i think it's a two right now it has upside potential but along with the other you know death rattle you know death rattle cards i think it it's i don't think the death rattle is there yet so i actually gave this one a three i do kind of like this one just because it's you play it once and you're going to get that effect multiple times you can use it in combination with other cards uh like the one that you draw a card and trigger the death rattle then you'll get that effect twice and still have the card in your hand um so i kind of like it but yeah it's i don't know it might just be two because again you're really only playing that in a death rattle deck so uh, final rare card is a minion. It is Wild Paw Null, five mana, four, five with Rush. And it says costs one less for each card you've added to your hand from another class. Um, you know, at first blush, you look at this and you're like, "This, I, I need to be playing a Burgle deck for this to be any good. And I don't actually think that's the case. Uh, Rogue has a, a number of ways of just generating a card or two that are are from another class and then if you reduce this down um to maybe three mana or something the fact that it has rush and can uh, affect the board state immediately means that i think this is just a pretty solid card and i think it's going to find some play i gave this a three there's there there's there's combinations with with uh the maester of the masquerade where you could potentially make rogue cards reduce the cost of this if you play this in a maestro deck uh, i don't know that that's going to be a thing you're going to do necessarily uh beyond for fun but i think this is going to see some play i think this is a decent card i gave it a three uh, uh it's tempting like uh, anything i can think of is like the 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 uh, secret mole from the there was a spy gadget and then i'm like do i really want this in a questro deck I don't know. I don't see much use for it personally right now, so I gave it a one. Well, I'm gonna break the difference, I guess. I gave it a two <laughs> right in the middle. Um, kind of seeing both of your points, and I, I think that's why I ended up landing on a two, because I, I don't know, Me, my thought was yeah, I probably only really want to be playing this in a Burgle deck um, to really capitalize on it, because I don't really know what other cards you're utilizing in Rogue that is getting you cards from other classes uh, that we're really seeing a, a lot of play right now. So I just couldn't think of where I would want to put this. So that's kind of where I, where I decided I'll just give it a two, but I do think that it 
does have a lot of potential and it probably will see play because of that immediate board impact like you said mage so that's why i went with two and not a one wand thief is one that we definitely are going to be probably still playing that that would reduce the cost of this uh as an example uh Moving into commons, we have Cold Tooth Yeti, three mana, one five, with a combo tag that says gain plus three attack. So it it, it becomes the original Chillwind Yeti, uh, but it's a three mana card. I initially kind of wrote this down as not very good, but the more I think about it, the more I think about Foxy Fraud reducing the cost of a combo card by two. The, the fact we have a scabs that reduces the next two cards you play by like two or three, by three, uh, this could actually be kind of nuts right now, specifically with that interaction. So I'm going to give this a three. I think it's, I think it's something powerful enough that you're, you're going to want to do. Um, I just remember, uh, uh, evil miscreants. Did did anyone ever have trouble comboing that on turn three? Usually <laughs> no, not. No, yeah, usually not. Right. A four or five on turn three, even though it's just stats, those are really good stats on turn three. So yeah, I gave it a three as well. I think this card is going to see some play. I only gave it a two. I don't know. I'm I'm not as high on these rogue cards <laughs> as maybe some of the other classes in general, so I don't know. Maybe it fits in some places, but I this is one that I I don't know. I feel like it's either really not going to see play, or it's going to be slotted into like a ton of different rogue decks. Double Agent is a three mana three three with a battle cry that reads: If you're holding a card from another class, summon a copy of this. Uh, we've seen uh, an, a, a doubling imp that was a three mana two two that 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 doubled um just by playing it you didn't have to uh have another class card so there is a bit of work that you have to do i think it's powerful if you can get six six worth of stats for three mana the question is is you're going to want to do this as close to turn three as possible and are you going to have a way to ensure that you have another class card by then i think if not now eventually you will so i'm going to give this a three uh, but I, I realize right now this feels a little suspect. Um, I have it as a two just because I'm like, well, you might be able to have it a wand thief go off on turn two. But who's running this? Who is legitimately running this card, counting on having a, a card from your another class in turn three? Because it gets pretty useless pretty quick after that, so... I gave it a yeah. two. I went back and forth between two and a one on this. Yeah, I just went with a two myself. Um, I don't know. I kind of only see this being played in Burgle-style rogue. Um, maybe if you're doing something like the, the Wand Thief that you mentioned, um, you could play this. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've seen effects very similar to this, and they end up just feeling lackluster. What? Well I, uh, you could, you could put it in your death rattle deck because you've got access to reconnaissance, a two mana spell that says discover a death rattle minion from another class. It costs two less. So if you're not in all at all enamored with the death rattle minions available, uh, in rogue, this gives you an opportunity to discover some, 
something from another class. Uh, the fact that it reduces the cost, basically covering the cost of this spell is really nice. There's definitely some death rattles from other classes that I would love to have. I don't know that this is enough to make me want to play a death rattle rogue, but it's definitely a nice start in that direction. And like I said, this allows you to maybe get that double agent down on turn three. So uh, I think double agent could actually work in the death rattle deck if you say wanted to do that. I give this a two now. I wouldn't be surprised if it's better than that at some point before it rotates. I gave it a two strictly because what deck is running it, it's playable. You can use it, but it's just strictly one deck. So I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a two as well, but honestly, it might end up being a one. Uh, I, I, again, just with death rattles. But I feel like we've also seen like this discover of kind of effect before, and they're not always very viable. So uh, I don't know. I just stuck with two. All right, let's move on to Shaman now. Dragon Rider, you want to get us rolling on Shaman? Yes. All right. Our first legendary we have here is Baron Glacier. And that, that's, it's a bear on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I see what you have done there. <laughs> the play on words. Uh, it is the legendary minion. It is seven mana, six, six elemental battle cry for each frost spell. You've cast this game. Summon a three, four elemental that freezes and that elemental we'll see again with another card, but it is a frozen stag guard. Three mana, three, four. It freezes character, freeze any character damaged by this minion. Um, I actually ended up just giving this legendary a three, but I do think that even just creating two, three, or four of these frozen stag guards are going to be pretty nutty against a lot of decks. So I, I don't think you need to like create a gigantic board or anything like that but I, i'm kind of excited to try it out and try some uh some frost spells i have it as a three as well just because a it's an elemental too which is the, the nuttiest thing about this card is that you can uh forgeborn frost or forgeborn uh the four four that discounts your elementals by one yeah this is this is a really solid card and um there's a few Small spells in here that completely make that battle cry worth it. So, yeah, I like it as a three. I have it as a three as well. This could actually be a four, given the set that we're getting along with this for Shaman. It it, it feels really strong. It, it synergizes, like you said, with Elemental Shaman al already. That's already a, a very good deck. And um, I, I, I think this is going to be... This is going to be really good. I, I, I could even see this being um, like there. Like, like this could actually be kind of the end game for an elemental shaman deck. And it's just like a really good. You now have to deal with a board full of stuff. If I'm playing a mid range to more controlling style f uh, freeze shaman deck. All right, we'll move on to the hero card for Shaman. It is Brucon of the Elements. Eight mana hero card. It's going to give you that five armor. Has a battle cry. Call upon the power of the elements. And this one is kind of interesting. Uh, so you get, you get the power of two elements, 
But then it's got this rotating hero power that's going to change every turn. And when I initially looked at this, I was like, ah, the rotating hero powers. And then I remembered I said that about Dr. Boom. (laughs) And I absolutely (laughs) hated playing against that card. (laughs) So I was like, hmm, maybe this will be a little better than what uh, the, the just kind of randomness. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, even if you get the, let's say, quote unquote, worst option, it's probably still better than a totem. So I actually ended up giving this a four. I kind of like this and I'm excited to try them out. So I gave him a three. Uh, so counterpoint, I thought about Dr. Boom with this, but Dr. Boom had a battle cry, give all your mechs rush. And I think that was the yeah. that was the destroyer of what made Dr. Boom so good was the fact that all your mechs got rush in a very mech heavy meta. So that was like, just like a permanent buff. Too. Yeah, exactly. That was yeah. his battle cry. So that just happened. Um, I think he's powerful. He's eight mana, so it's a bit slow. So I don't. I I agree with you that he's good. All the elementals you can call the elements you can call on are good. It's none of them are bad, but it's the Doctor Boom thing is. There's a struggle for rotating hero powers, and at eight mana, I'm just like. If you're not closing out the game right there and then, I'm not gonna. I don't think the hero power or the card is like uh, busted. So I, I like it at a three. I did give it as a, a three as well. I think the the uh, option for the elements are really really interesting. The fact that you get two up front um, when you play the hero card seems really nice. Uh, in case you don't know what those are, Earthy Vocation is summon two, two, three elements with taunt. Uh, Water Evocation is restore six health to all friendly characters. Fire in- Invocation deals six damage to the enemy hero. And Lightning Invocation deals two damage to all enemy minions. So you have an AoE, you have direct burn damage, you have healing uh, for all your characters, and you've got minions and so you get to play two of those up front and then it rotates between those four uh as your hero power every turn for the rest of the game though i i think all of those are really nice uh as the hero power for two mana they seem very well like i'm gonna want to be using my hero power every turn after i play brucon um yeah it just it it, it's gonna be interesting to see how good it is compared to everything else because you look at the other hero cards and it just doesn't feel like it's as strong as the other ones and because it's a little bit more expensive than a lot of the other ones it's like it feels like it really needs to do something and it doesn't necessarily feel like it's that powerful so i I, i'm i think it's good i think there's going to be some decks that that are going to want to run this card uh, it just doesn't feel like as big a showstopper as some of the other hero cards that we've seen. That's fair. And yeah, apologies for not reading those uh, those hero powers things <laughs> for getting that coverage. No, pro- no problem. <laughs> um, so let's move into our epics. Now we've got Cheaty Snowbold, a three mana, three, four. After an enemy is frozen, deal three damage to it. Uh, I gave this one a two. I'm not really sure here it's it's kind of interesting um i i think 
uh, one of one that we're going to talk about in a short few minutes here, Wind Chill. If that one could go face, Chidi Snowballed, in my book, would be way better. Because then you could be targeting the enemy hero with uh, freeze spells. But it feels like we don't really have a lot of that. A lot of those freeze spells like just target minions. Maybe this is meta dependent, but I don't know. For now, I'm I'm just kind of meh on it. Ah, uh, you just nailed everything I wanted to say, and I gave it a two as well. I think you guys are shortchanging the cobalt a little bit. I I feel like obviously you brought up Windchill, and I think that's going to be a card that uh, that is one of the main reasons you're going to want to run this card if you if you can can find a spot to slot this in the deck. But we also have the have those stags that we're going to be able to create for from the uh, from the the legendary as well as the objective card. We've got Snowball Fight. We've got, you know, which is the other epic card we're going to talk about in just a second. I think there's going to be enough freeze that, like, if you if you have this, like, a amount of freeze in your deck and then can start throwing damage on top of the freeze effects, I think it ends up starting to snowball, ha ha ha, no pun intended, very quickly. So I, I think... Like, I think that it's it. It's three mana. It's a three four. It's not glamorous, but I I think the damage is not insignificant, and so I think you try and find a spot for it. Whether or not it actually stays in those decks, though, I guess it's going to be whether or not it it actually is able to uh, to create as big an impact as it feels like it it could potentially do. That's fair. That's fair. I. I think uh, in terms of actually creating those stag guards and, and keeping those on board along with the cheaty snowballed, I'm being a bit of a pessimist there, and I'm just going to assume that my Hey, then it goes face. It, it, <laughs> if, if that stag hits face, this thing goes yeah. face too. That so. is true. I, I'm, just a, I'm just assuming that my opponent doesn't let me keep those stag guards on board, so... That's uh, reasonable, yeah. but it's it's not going to be. I I feel like those stags are a little bit difficult to get rid of, and so it'll yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah. Well, we'll move into our other epic card, and like Mage said, we're gonna have some snowballs. And we're gonna have a snowball fight. Three mana frost spell. Deal one damage to a minion and freeze it. If it survives, repeat this on another minion. Okay, I. I I am questioning if I'm shortchanging this card, but I just, I don't know. I just don't like this card. I'm going to, I'm giving it a one. I just, I don't know what it is, but I just don't like, it feels slow. It feels like there's just too many requirements and <sighs> I, I just feel like I'd rather spend my mana in another way than this. So this is hypothetically, this is, um, as long as there's more than one minion on the board, this is hard removal. <laughs> this removes something. If there's more than one minion, it continues until something dies. So I feel like the utility on this card's pretty high. I gave it a three. I, it's not going to be the aggressive decks. But I feel like if you want the freeze deck, it's going to be in there. And if you want to try and build like a slower shaman deck, it'll be there as well. So I like it. As a three. So the the thing to note is is 
repeat this on another minion means it can hit your own minions as well yes. so you're you're potentially freezing and dealing damage to your own minion as well and so if there's more than one minion you could you could end up on the on the bad end of this but i i i, I don't love this card but i could definitely see a, a world where this sees play and and could be kind of interesting and like i said if it if it's paired with so something like the the cobalt the the snowbold i guess i should call it uh this could end up doing a, a fair amount of damage and so um i i gave it a two i i don't think it's everywhere but i i think it's going to see more play than i initially thought when i first saw the card revealed Uh, next up, we move into our rares. First one is a spell, Glaciate, six mana, frost spell. Discover an eight cost minion, summon and freeze it. Now, interesting to note, because it's a discover, I was looking at this when I was doing my theory crafting video, uh, discover is going to get you a class or a neutral card, specifically for shaman, right? Shaman class eight drop or neutral eight drop you're not gonna discover some random like warrior you know eight drop or something and right now no, there no are... illidari inquisitor right <laughs> oh okay <laughs> i would like it way more um <laughs> right now there's 10 neutrals and then one shaman eight drop that's alakir the windlord some of these actually might be decent, even though it's going to be frozen. I mean, Moarg Forge Fiends, it's a taunt that's going to give it, that has that death rattle. Uh, the Abominable Lieutenant that we'll talk about later is going to potentially eat an opponent minion. I can see there might be some potential, and maybe it's better after rotation if there's even less 8-drops, if the 8-drop pool gets even better. But also, I don't know how much i like this card it still feels slow i don't know about freezing my own thing and it's a pretty heavy cost for a frost spell so i just gave it a two yeah two <laughs> i think this is just a classic two like if you want to try and build a frost deck this card's probably there if you're not then probably not yeah, I gave, I gave this a two as well. I, I hadn't even really examined the eight cost spell, uh, eight cost minions. Uh, hearing what you've now shared, I, I feel pretty confident that, that that rating is like that. And you're definitely going to want to go all in on Frost if if you're including this in, in your deck. The only case I can see it is like if you put this in an Evolve Shaman, and you do the uh, the evolve weapon on five, the knuckles, and then play this on six, and then you're gonna get a nine sure. cost minion. But yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> let's move into this much better card, Sleep Breaker. It is a two mana, three two elemental battle cry. Add a wind chill to your hand, and wind chill is a one cost frost spell that says freeze a minion, draw a card. I'm giving this a five. I absolutely love this card. This card is fantastic. Uh, it works with elemental synergies. It's a battle cry, so you can get like extra battle cry triggers with some other cards. You're getting a cheap spell that also draws you cards. Like it's just you're you're doing all the things with this, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I have this card as a five. Wind chill is nuts, and I don't know if wind chill by itself is a five. But with Sleep Breaker, uh, Sleep Breaker, it is one hundred percent a five. 
I don't think I've ever considered making a, a two drop a five, but if I did, that this would probably be the two drop to do it. It, it just has everything Shaman wants. Uh, as you mentioned, elemental tag on it. It gives you a free frost spell that cycles and free stalls a, an opposing minion. Um, this, is, this is a really good card. It is a high, high four for me. And I, like I was, we were talking about it before the recording. This easily slots in into Elemental Shaman Day One if you're playing Elemental Shaman. Easily into the Freeze Shaman deck. Um, I, I, I think you're going to see a lot of it, and it's Windshield Companion, and you're probably going to get sick of it at some point. <laughs> All right, our last rare Wildpaw Cavern is a four-mana spell. This is the objective. At the end of your turn, summon a 3-4 elemental that freezes, lasts three turns. That's that frozen stag guard. I gave this a four. I actually kind of like this. I think the just that soft taunt type of effect that these minions are going to have, your opponent is going to want to have an answer for these every turn. And that just seems like really good value to me. So I actually give this one a four. I think it's good. I think it's a little too slow for a four personally. So I have it as a three. I have it as a three as well. I, I, I like the card. I think you're getting a lot of value out of the, this objective spell. I could very easily see, um, see, see that it, how it, how it will work and how it will, um, affect the board i guess and and so i think i think it's going to see play it looked really good during the theory crafting streams um i'm not sure it's quite as good as it may have looked at that point but i i i feel like there's definitely uh that th this is definitely going to see some play and is going to be those those frozen staggers i think are going to be really annoying to deal with Moving into our commons, we've got Frostbite, a two-mana frost spell. Deal three damage. Honorable kill. Your opponent's next spell costs two more. I gave this a four as well. I love this card. It's cheap. You can pick if you're sending this damage to face or a minion. And if you do happen to get the honorable kill, you have that huge upside. And it's not like the next spell that following turn it's just the next spell period so it could be three turns later before they play a spell and this is still going to be impacting them so i absolutely love that i think it's a fantastic card i gave it a three i think it's just a really really solid card it's a damage spell it's you're going great for three mana with some upside uh, uh for two mana three damage it's got upside. It's a frost spell, so I like it as a three. Yeah, I'm I'm with Daring on this. I, I like that it goes face. It's it's what I would expect this co to cost. The upside, if you don't send it face, seems absolutely nuts. And the fact that it it actually has the frost tag on it, which the like the Wild Paw Cavern does not, means that it's another another stag guard from the from the Baron if you're playing if you're playing the legendary. Alright, our next one is Snowfall Guardian, a five mana three three elemental. Battle cry, freeze all other minions, gain plus one plus one for each frozen minion. So this is all minion that minions, it's gonna impact your own minions. 
I don't know where, where to sit on this. I feel like it might be a two. I gave it a three, but I don't know. It, it, I mean, it's a high cost. You, It might be meta dependence, but if you're going for freeze type effects, there's also some other cards where maybe this works with it. I, I don't know. Uh, I have it as a two. I feel like this is so dependent on your opponent's board. It's just, I don't know. I, I feel like Freeze will try and run it, so that's why I gave it a two instead of a one. Uh, I gave this a three. I kind of like the fact that it's got kind of this built-in Frost Nova on a body. Um, if you, like, just even if your opponent has two minions, it feels like a five-mana five-five and then freezes your opponent's minions. That seems that seems pretty solid to me, and the, and I mean it has potential to 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 be even better than that. Um, you know, if this is the only thing on the board, then like or like if if you don't have any minions on the board and you play the uh, play the the cheeky snowballed and then play this, you could you could really do some damage with it. So I. It's elemental as well. I, th I think it's going to see play, um, whether or not it stays in like the elemental deck or whether it stays uh, in the freeze deck. I guess it'll, it'll be how it performs, and I think it'll perform well enough that that you'll consider it. Maybe not as a two of, but at least one. And our last card we have is Wind Chill. That one mana frost spell, freeze a minion, draw a card. I'm still giving this a five on its own. I think you can put this into quite a few shaman decks extra draw is not bad and you're also freezing a minion so there's a lot of potential synergies and yeah shaman likes draw because it's missing out on it <laughs> since uh, some of those previous draw spells rotated i like it like i said earlier i like it as a four i think it's a little shy on being five by itself with the sleet breaker 100 percent of five with by itself it's going to see a, you know a ton of play i just don't see it as a full five i i have this a four as well i think i think it is an amazing card it's going to see you're you're going to see a lot of them to, not just because you have this card in your deck but that you're generating it from the the sleep breaker as well the fact that the wind chill allows you to draw a card i think is absolutely huge because it, it does mean like if you want to move away um from elementals and the dungeoneer as as a draw mechanic um you you can kind of do that because the the this card uh can kind of help you draw those cards that maybe you would have used the dungeoneer in order to get so I, I think this is a really good card. We're going to see a ton of it. It is a, a very high four for me. Okay, and that does it for Shaman. So let's move on to Warlock. And first up, we have the hero card, Dreadlich Tamsin. It is a six-mana hero card. Gets five armor. Battlecry, deal three damage to all minions. Shuffle three rifts into your deck. And draw three cards. And rifts are, uh, are spells that are uh, cast when drawn. So, uh, draw a uh, summon a three three dread imp, 
and your hero power becomes two mana, Chains of Dread. Hero power, shuffle a rift into your deck. Draw a card. I gave this a four. I think this is one of the better... It's not... Scab's good, but, like, it gives board presence while drawing cards. It draws cards. It clears the board. It shuffles these rifts. So, potentially, it builds a board. And you stop taking damage uh, when that goes live. So... I'm not saying it necessarily fits with the the current quest style, but I think this is a really solid, really solid hero card. So I I like it as a four. Yeah, I gave it a four as well. I pretty much all the same reasons. But to me, again, this is another hero where just that hero power of switching off of the two damage and draw a card to put something in my deck and then draw a card and I don't take damage anymore. That seems pretty cool, too. Drawing and not taking damage is fantastic. Draw is awesome. You're, you're not wrong with the hero power, but I, I I actually still think the battle cry is what gets it for me. The the dealing damage uh, to your opponent's board, yes, you're dealing it to your own as well. It feels really strong. The fact that you draw three cards immediately seems really good as well. The fact this is only six mana... Is means it's one of the cheapest hero cards of all of them. I, I just, if, you know, I love Scabs and I think it is the best hero card, but if there was, if I had to pick a card that is going to give Scabs a run for its money as the best hero card, this is the card along with Paladin that, that are those top next two. So I wouldn't be surprised if this was the best hero card, had, had an awesome win rate. Uh, and that, and yes, I don't think you run this with the Demon Seed quest. It, it just doesn't seem like it would work there. But hey, I think a, a bunch of people are kind of done with uh, the Demon Seed and want to play a different way to play Warlock. And this is definitely the way you should play Warlock uh, if you don't want to play the Demon Seed going forward. To be fair, in all honesty, like this still works with demon seed like you can still play this with demon seed you complete the you quest can. you complete the quest play tamsin and then turn into dreadwitch tamsin your deck goes down by another three cards you're not taking the tap but like that's more like uh fatigue focused version of the deck i think would this would slot in and actually give it some more punch in the end of the game too because it could fight for the board more than than it does now because it just clears the board and this would give some opportunity so i think this card has a lot of value no you're not wrong i i don't the, the thing this is kind of like tavish in that like i if when you're playing the quest and if there's some way that i specifically want to play and complete the quest versus can play the hero card i don't necessarily want to have to worry about that so i think it might just be easier to not play the quest in that regard but but you're, yeah your points points well taken is you you could conceivably use it with the quest if you wanted to if you if you had a specific way uh and if you were able to uh leverage and and play them in a certain order it could really work to your benefit I mean, really, the only reason I bring it up is because that deck is draw my entire deck anyway. It's like, that's like, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. It's going to probably, honestly, cost like three mana because of the, the staffs. 
So, like, <laughs> this, the more that I think about it, I'm like, this actually does fit the Fatigue Warlock quest lock. So, all right, let's move on to something that doesn't fit anywhere with the uh, Tamsin Flactory. Uh, it is a four-mana shadow spell. Discover a friendly death rattle minion that died this game. Give your minions its death rattle. I, I give this a one. I... Jaw floor high. I don't. I don't know what this is even remotely trying to do right now. Yeah, I gave it a two. I I think there's a deck that can utilize that. I've seen people talking about using this with like creating one ones and then you having that owl uh, that we'll get to in the neutrals. I don't know how well that that seems like it requires a lot of setup, but. Um, Maybe there can be something. I'm going to test this out in like a zoo style death rattle type deck. I think even potentially, depending on what death rattle effects you're getting, if you give this to two or three minions, it might still be okay. So I don't know. I, I, I'm i not quite seeing the huge potential for it, but I do see some. So I'm giving it a two. Really interesting. I started out really disliking this card, but I the more I think about it, the more this feels like this could be yes, it could end up being like an OTK thing with a humongous owl, but even it might just be the way that you that Zeus stays on the board. It just if you if you're playing like the like we have the Nerubian egg right now, and then suddenly if all your minions create four four minions when they die that seems pretty good too, and I don't know if that's worth four mana necessarily. So I don't know if this ends up being good enough for that purpose. But I want to try it, and I want to see see where this goes. I gave this a three. I think that it's better than it looks at first blush. If you look at it and you're like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see it. Um, and I could end up being completely wrong on this. But I I, th- I think it's going to see play at some point. Counterpoint to the owl plan, you're running the owl. It <laughs> <laughs> is true. So that's that's my counterpoint. Uh, next we have Fellfire in the Hole. Five mana Fell spell. Draw a spell and deal two damage to all enemies. If it's a Fell spell, deal one more. Uh, okay, I... Sure, they're trying to give like fell synergies to Demon Hunter now or a uh, Warlock. So I gave this a two. It someone's gonna try and use it. It could be kind of fringy on the outside, but I don't really see where it goes right now. I gave it a one. I just don't like this card. I think it's way too slow for the effect you're getting. There's much better tools. There's not very many Warlock fell spells at all. Uh, I. I feel like this is one that was created to make like random generated spells pool worse. Uh, I gave this, I gave this a two as well. I, I, I think I like Grimoire of Sacrifice a lot better, which is what we're seeing right now. That automatically does two damage to all enemy minions. You do have to destroy a minion to do it, but it's the, the fact that this is fell and it can potentially be three damage doesn't make up for the fact that it's five mana it just feels way too expensive for what it's potentially going to do so i i gave this a a very low two 
it, it probably is a one. I don't I don't know where it sees play exactly. Uh, so then we have Sacrificial Summoner. It's a three mana three three battle cry. Destroy a minion, a friendly minion. Summon a minion from your deck that costs one more. Like this is just a weird deck building thing, and like you're gonna have to have like I would assume you'd want a death rattle that goes off with this too. So I gave it a two. I don't know. This card's weird, and I don't like it. So I gave it a two. <laughs> Okay, that's kind of how I felt too. I originally gave this a one, but honestly, when I was doing my theory crafting, I did put together a Death Rattle Warlock. And okay, this is the combo I'm looking at. You use Sacrificial Summoner on Burning Blade Acolyte to pull Mr. Smite out of your deck. And then you have Mr. Smite that can go face and it's behind a taunt. So I need I wanna do it. I want I want I want a soundboard to get the crickets chirping for that one. Oh <laughs> I think it's cool. I'm all right, it's well, cool. I'm gonna do it and I'm it's gonna cool. clip it and send it to you and be like, There you go, I did it once. I will apologize <laughs> I will apologize on this podcast for saying that when I get that clip. Okay? So right. go ahead and clip Challenge it, accepted. and I and I will I will say I am sorry. You were right. That is something that can happen. I know it can happen. I'm just I I will also I also need you to keep track of how many times you had to try it before it worked. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's. Uh, yeah. I think the card's going to get abused at some point. I, I think this is actually a great card to use with the uh, the phylactery because obviously you want to have death rattles. Uh, we were seeing uh, Nerubian eggs get get blown up, uh, and then like you've got um, you know overstated three drops. I'm trying. What's what the heck is that neutral three drop that? Is a four seven that that hurts itself. Injured blade from Mas like injured injured blade. blade master. So you run this and, and you break your egg and get a blade master and then you have a four four on the board. That uh, I mean, sure that see it seems okay. It seems like it could be like a different way to play kind of a zooish sort of lock. Uh, lock. So I gave this a three. I think I think. It is a deck building challenge, and and then playing it, I think, is knowing when to play it. It will allow you to get the most value out of it. But I think this could get abused at some point. I gave it a three. Okay, so then we move on to desecrated graveyard in the rare category. It's a three mana spell. Um, at the end of your turn, destroy your lowest attack minion to summon a four four shade. Last three turns. So this is the warlock objective. Um, does, so I don't, does it still summon if there's nothing for you to destroy on your side? Do we know that? Like, that was. I don't, I don't think it does. Okay, so I gave this a three because it's still, Warlock still has ways to get, like, cheap minions, um, especially like the imps and whatnot. So, uh, this might be good in the death rattle style. I don't know, but I gave it a three. I think it is at least interesting and like has potentially more places than just one. 
I just went with two. I think you're you're probably not playing this with a lot of different decks. It feels a little bit more fringy, um, but I, I I think there's one or two decks that really take advantage of this well, like something with Nerubian Eggs or something like that. You're going to get two four fours if that's your lowest, uh, but I, I mean, I don't think this is getting slotted into a whole bunch of Warlock decks. I mean, I think it, it's a death rattle and it could be a zoo card. I mean, just on its own, a three three mana and and getting a four or four that first turn. Because you're obviously, you're not going to play it unless you have a minion on the board to begin with. So you're at least getting a slightly overstated minion once and you potentially could do it two more times. I I, I like this card. I think, I think, like I said, I think that there's something here with a... Um, with doing something uh, death rattly or zooey that 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 would would work with this, so I gave this a three. I think it's I think it's going to be a pretty good card in one of those decks, one or both of those decks. Then we move to Seeds of Destruction. This is actually a foul spell. Uh, shuffle four rifts into your deck. They are when uh, they summon a three three dread imp when drawn, and the dread imp say three mana three three. No, it's just vanilla three three. Um, uh, I gave this a two, or uh, yeah, I was going back between three and two. Um, it's potentially four, t- you know, twelve twelve of stats, but it doesn't draw anything. It just puts these in your deck, so seems a bit slow, even with warlock all of warlock straw. So I gave it a two. Um, this one, I just really don't like. <laughs> Keep it a one. That's it. Nope. So, Warlock can obviously draw into their deck better than than a lot of classes because of their hero power. I, I'm always hesitant on shuffling stuff into the deck and, and hoping that it's going to do what I want it to do with any sort of consistency or any sort of quickness i mean yes there's scenarios where you're going to get you know a bunch of three threes the following turn but the odds are that's not actually going to be the case i give this a two um yeah i i don't think it's going to see much play then we move to our commons and we start with the fell walker it is a six mana three seven taunt battle cry cast the highest cost fell spell in your hand um Okay, <laughs> I just gave it a two. I I don't think this is right now. This has some upside later on when there's some better fell spells and and demon hunter or that I keep saying demon hunter and uh, warlock. But as of right now, yeah, I like it as a two. I only gave this a one. Maybe it's a two again. There's really not like fell spells for warlock, so this feels weird. It's a little slow. Um. I am going to try this with uh, the Dark Portal because Dark Portal is a fell spell. <laughs> so, like in a in a big demon type deck, I'm going to see if that that can do something. But uh, yeah, it's probably not really great. I mean, what 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 fell spell do I want to cast? I don't know. Seven is is some some big backside on a taunt. That's nice, but this is six mana. 
Uh, I don't know. I gave this a two. I don't. I don't. I don't see where I want to. I I don't see where I want to uh, play this card. So we have to go back to rare. Um, I, in my excitement, I skipped over a spell, full blown evil, a three mana, uh, rare, uh, fell spell, deal five damage randomly split split among all enemy minions, repeatable this turn. So you can essentially cast it three turns without any discounts initially on it. So, um. I think this has some potential. Like these spells have, um, I feel like have had success in the past with Warlock. So I gave it a three. I just gave it a two. I don't really like it all that much. It feels a little slow. Uh, there's like the war or the warrior spell that does this is only two, and I don't know. So, eh. I gave this a two as well. I, I, it's, it's, it, it's okay. Like, like we've seen, uh, five, three mana do five damage, uh, before randomly split. So this isn't, uh, this isn't new. This is the going rate for that. In fact, this is repeatable. Uh, I think has some value. Uh, to to some decks, if you're if you're playing a more more controlling deck where where you would want to use this more than once, the fact that it only hits enemies is is a is a boon as well. Um, but I I think it's limited where you're going to want to play this, so that's why I ended up giving it a two. Okay, and then we go back to commons. We have Grave Defiler. A one mana two one minion battle cry copy a fell spell in your hand. I give this a three on its futures, <laughs> its future potential. There may not be a f- super shiny fell spell I want to copy in my hand right now, but a one mana copy a specific type of spell is seems pretty good. And even if that spell isn't here right now, I think it's worth considering. Yeah, I give it a two, um, but I, I have a lot of that same kind of thinking right now. Again, we've talked about how there's really not very many fell spells in Warlock anyways, and most of them are not really that great. Uh, but this is definitely, to me, feeling like a great card next year when we potentially have more stuff. So a quick search in Warlock for fell. There are three spells, fell fire in the hole, philosophy and unstable Felbolt. I definitely don't want to copy those right now. So I, I, I do think the, the battle cry is solid uh, for this. Um, it's going to be a matter of whether or not there's a fell spell I want to copy. And then I have room for this because there's, you know, we've got the, we've got the slinger and some of those cards that are going to take up the early game and things like touch of Nathrazim and that. And so whether or not there's room for this, I, I guess I, I wonder. So I gave this a two. I, I think it could see some play, but it, it definitely might not. Uh, I don't know why your search is only showing some, but there's more than three. There's more than three? Yeah. Okay. Um, Philosophy, Shadow Council, Unstable Felbolt, uh, Imp Swarm, Seeds of Destruction. 
Really? Uh, fiendish circle, full-blown evil, demonic assaults, I'm the not... dark portal, fell fire in the hole. Those are the fell spells. Yeah. For standard. Still, I think... <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not great. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you didn't convince me on any of those. So... I, I am literally only seeing three. I have war, Warlock, Selected, and Fell, and those are the only three spells that, that it shows up. So oh, I don't know I just I don't categorized know by spell. I just pulled up all the spells. Okay, so let's move on to our final card. And we have um, Hollow Abomination, a five mana, two, eight, Battlecry, deal one damage to all enemy minions. Honorable kill, gain the gain the minions attack. Like I, this card is like this is like the one I'm like I don't even remotely know what we're going for here. So I gave this a one. This does uh this just does not seem good to me. You have to like set this up way too much for. A, a potentially a, a two eight or a three eight. You know what I mean? It's it's just what are you killing on turn five without some meticulous setup that would make this card worth playing? So, yeah, I have it as a one. Yeah, it's a one for me as well. Uh, I I ended up giving it a two, but it, it's 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 probably a one. If it had taunt, then maybe it's a two. But yeah, you're. No. <laughs> yeah, if it had taught, I would it's, consider it two, but no, no, it's just a one. Okay. Mate, you want to take us in? Yeah, it, sure. So, yeah, I did do a filter on the Fell Spell School and was able to pull up some of these other ones. But, yeah, these, these are not great. But, okay. I don't know why it didn't work when I just did a search on Fell, but there you go. Let's move on to Warrior Captain Galvanger. Galvin, Galvinger, Galvinger, six mana, six, six, legendary battle cry. If you have gained 15 or more armor, this game, game, gain plus three, plus three and charge. Um, I like charge. I think that, uh, you know, it's it's nice that that's in the game. This is a legendary, and it's in the mid game, so it's it's not going to come down too early. It's interesting this battle cry gain. It, it you could potentially make this a nine nine if you've gained fifteen armor. Um, no tag on it, so it's not like. Uh, like it's going to go in a specific type of deck. I. I just think this is okay. I, I I don't think it's great. I don't think it's terrible. I think if you're running cards that give you armor, like the Frozen Buckler, which we'll talk about in a bit, uh, maybe this is your win condition uh, for that deck. Uh, it, but I gave it a three. I I don't I don't think it's fantastic. I don't think it's terrible. Yep, I gave it a three also kind of the same reasons i want to test it i think it's going to be fairly easy using some of the cards to get to 15 armor but yeah i don't know i'm kind of in the middle on it we'll see how it ends up actually playing out 
I have it as a four. I think it's a phenomenal finish for Warrior with something that's really easy to do. This is not a Pirate Warrior card, but I feel like this gives some more punch to some of the other decks, like Big Warrior and maybe not Big Warrior, but like a Control Warrior. This gives like a real nice end game punch that it was kind of lacking. So I think this like makes some other decks of the the, the builds in this viable. So yeah, I liked it as a four. Yeah, it's definitely an alternative to Rattle Gore as a potential win condition or something. Uh, the other legendary is the hero card, Rakara the Valorous. Seven mana, you gain five armor, of course, with a battle cry that reads, Equip a 5-2 Unstoppable Force. The Unstoppable Force is a seven mana weapon with text that reads, After you attack a minion, smash it into the enemy hero. What an interesting, <laughs> some interesting text on there. And then the hero power is a two mana hero power, Grand Slam, that says, deal two damage, honorable kill, gain four armor. So this is this is a card that could potentially work with the with the captain as well. Um, I think this is a, this is a solid solid to pretty good hero card. The the weapon is. A really nice weapon, uh, insofar as I, I like my Arcanite Reaper, and uh, that seems really good. And I, I'm i not so sure if I necessarily want to hit um, into big minions with it, so that it, they then attack the hero. But if, if that's what my opponent does to try and stop me from going face with my Arcanite Reaper slash Unstoppable Force, then they could potentially take even more damage. So... I, I question whether or not it does enough like the turn it comes down like we've seen some AoE with some of the other other classes I'm not sure the five armor is enough uh, from the standpoint of you know affecting the board state immediately um, but I, I think it's interesting and the and the and the weapon on here is is really really kind of kind of interesting so I gave this a three I think it's kind of in the mid midish area as far as where the hero cards are power wise uh, but I'm definitely curious to see how it ends up playing out uh, once it goes live yeah I gave it a 3 as well uh, basically all the same reasons I again with my theory craft I actually built more of a control style at least in the first half of the game and then used some of those big threats that we already kind of have plus the uh, the Captain Galvinger and this Rakara for like a closer, you know, an actual kind of win condition. Like you said, I mean, I'm happy to either send that weapon face and gain like a hunter hero power to start pushing some damage. Or, you know, if, yeah, if they have big minions, then cool, I'll just smack into that because I've probably gained some armor and stuff anyway, so I can probably afford to hit into something bigger and sounds good to me. I gave it three as well. I feel like it's not flashy. It's just solid, and it does something that's that's powerful. Is it like busted or like really like meta defining? I don't think so, but I think it's it's good enough. It's gonna see play. 
All right, let's move on to the epics. We have an epic spell, Frozen Buckler. It is a two-mana frost spell. It says gain 10 armor. At the start of your next turn, lose 5 armor. Uh, this definitely feels like a control card. This definitely feels like a great card to have if you're if you're playing the Captain Galvinger. Um, I it it definitely seems anti-aggro, and I'm I I'm going to probably hate this card. I don't know if it's better than some of like the other two mana or one mana options that we have available right now. Uh, you know, things like man, the cannon, um, I might, might be okay. But like if, if you're not necessarily playing pirates or you're not necessarily, um, going to be able to leverage them quite as well. Minefield, I guess was the other thing. Like those, the, there are instances where those cards are going to presumably be better. And then there's going to be instances where this is going to be better and and like I think like this one feels like it might be a little bit better a little bit later in the game too. And if you're leveraging that armor because you wanna hit in to something with Rakara or you're trying to get the captain online with the extra bonus to its attack and, and health, then this is probably the option for you. I, I I gave this a two, but I think I think it's a I think it might actually be a three. I like it as yeah. a. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. You're, 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 no, you're, you're good. I, I feel like we're about to say the same thing. <laughs> I I put it as a two, but I think it might be a three. And uh, same reasons Mage said. I gave it a three. I actually did have it as a three because it's just. It feels like the anti aggro tool that is really, really powerful. It reminds me of uh, Bring It On. And the downside is a lot, a lot, a lot better in this. It's like. Well, you can't take away uh, armor if if I don't have any armor left. So like, it's just a really it's a really good like early game tool. It feels like to me because worst case scenario, you just gain five armor. Worst, you know, you know, or like seven armor depending on how much you lose. So like, it feels like it's pretty much gonna be good. No matter what. And then three mana, it's a ten mana, you know, with the shield slam, it becomes a removal spell too. So I think this is a really solid three mana, or three card. Alright, uh, yeah, and it matches up really well with one of our rare spells we're going to get to in a minute. But before that, we have Snowed In. It is a three mana epic frost spell that says destroy a damaged minion, freeze all other minions. So I think you have you have to have a damaged minion on the board for you to even to be able to use this. Um, it's kind of like an execute sort of scenario, and then because it freezes all other minions, I mean it, it definitely feels better if I'm not playing that much. <laughs> um, I I don't particularly like this card. I, I feel like. Um, there are different tools that I would rather use, so I just gave this two. Uh, I'm very interested in hearing uh, maybe somebody with more of a control player mindset like you, daring what you what you think of it because I'm I'm not a fan. I gave it a one myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it at all, but yeah, I I am curious. 
to see. I, I know, Darren, you play a lot more priest, but kind of similar thought process like mage and i are very much more like aggressive we're just like all right just just hit him in the face like we don't care about this stuff yeah Yeah, so we look at this and go why i don't want this but (laughs) is is there a reason do we want this um i gave it a two in all honesty because there's only one like like it's going to be like a controlly deck that wants it. Maybe it could wake, work its way up to three for like if you're considering in like a big warrior or something. This is very good against uh, uh, because you get to freeze the opponent's board, so it's it, it feels like um in your like slowly more controlly matchups like being able to stop taking damage from a turn from the minions on the board is really good if you're trying to make it to turn six to play your cowardly grunt or you know just making another turn and you get to play armor next turn and you do something else like or it's like turn three and i I destroy something i leave a bunch of two health minions on the board and i get to rancor on turn four you know so like i feel like there's um there is some use to this but i i have it as a two like i think it's interesting but it's um it's only like one style of warrior and like since pirate warrior has been so prominent i i didn't feel like going higher on this one yeah i mean i just look at this and i'm like i'd rather have course i i don't necessarily nef- i like if i i'm looking for a damage re- or like removing a damage minion course is potentially the the card i would use and so it they do need to have other other minions on the board for the freeze to be at all relevant. But as you say, if they do and you have Rancor and you can set it up, that seems really, really interesting. Uh, moving on to the rares, we have the Ice Blood Garrison, the two-mana objective spell that says, at the end of your turn, deal wind damage to all minions, last three turns. So just basically a one damage, full board, one damage AoE, three turns in a row. I guess okay. Again, control tool. I'm I'm not seeing it. I gave it a two. I I think I like other options better, but uh, you know maybe maybe this is this causes your opponent to kind of want to play around it a little bit. I still gave it a one. <laughs> I just don't like these cards much. <laughs> I gave it a three. I think this is interesting enough um, in a little bit more scenarios. So I I think it has more potential than it it looks on its surface because one damage to warrior is it can do a lot. So yeah, reasonable. Shield Shatter is a ten mana frost spell that says deal five damage to all minions. Costs one less. For each armor you have, obviously, if you're playing the Frozen Buckler, you can then play this for free, and it does a 5 damage AoE to the entire board. I mean, that that seems okay as a two-card sort of combo-ish sort of thing. Um, What other scenarios this has? Like, I'm not entirely sure. I, I, I... I gave it a three. I think I think it's I think it's okay. I went with the two. I I don't know. I I think there are cases for this. It can work with the buckler, like I said, but I, I don't know. 
I I don't know how many decks we're playing this in. Uh, I feel like a fair amount, um, considering how much Rancor is seeing play right now. Um, <laughs> you have the Cargo Guard, <laughs> you have Rancor. Like this could honestly replace uh, Rancor with you know hero power and and a, a cargo guard, a couple cargo guards, and then all of a sudden you have five damage across the board for free. Like it's it's not hard to make this card cost zero, especially and like your controlly decks like it because there's heavy plate, there's frozen buckler, there's a lot of stuff here that makes this cheap, efficient removal and like. This feel this kind of reminds me of the days of um, uh, the I I can see the card reckless assault, uh, or reckless defense the uh, the spend your spend all your armor and deal that much, in AOE, and obviously it's it's not spending all your armor to do like forty two damage to the board, but it is five damage, which is a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty much a premium in Warlock right now, so. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. The other rare spell is to the front. It is two mana. Your minions cost two less this turn, but not less than one. This, so I'm looking at this, and this seems is this seems good. This seems like this could get absolutely abused. The fact that it says. But not less than one, I think, is a huge thing. Like, if you were playing an aggressive uh, warrior, but not, uh, but but not like pirates, this is something you could do. I, I just, I don't know what the deck looks like that that leverages this. But I think if you're running lots of like three and four cost stuff and playing paying one or two mana to throw it all out there that could be that could be really good and could do like a a really big swing turn so i gave this a three i think at some point this is this might be good i i agree i think at some point this might be good but i just i don't i don't know i don't I just still don't like this. I gave this one one. <laughs> well, I split the down the middle and gave it a two. It just doesn't like. Yeah, there might be something, but like I played a lot of warrior, and like I'm trying to think of the hand I have that has enough minions in it to make this remotely worth my time of playing. So, yeah, I uh, I just went with the one on this. Yeah, that could that could be the or a two. Factor. Excuse me, a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. the hand. It's just like I don't know what I want to play with this. Axe Berserker is a four mana three five common with rush, honorable kill, draw a weapon. Uh, I mean, we've seen four mana three five. That that's that's you know Shinjin Shieldmaster. This has rush rather than taunt. Could draw a weapon, seems okay, but honorable kill means it has to trade into something with three health. Uh, I think there's better ways to draw a weapon. I think there's better ways of doing three damage immediately to the board. I, I don't know. I don't like this card that much. It's a two for me. 
Yeah, I also gave it a two. Same, same reasons. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm I'm on board with the two. Glory Chasers, a three mana four three. This is after you play a Taunt Minion, draw a card. So if you're playing like a whole bunch of taunts, you've got a field contact for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Warrior's got some taunts, but I just don't think this is the draw mechanic that you're using. Uh, but like, if you're doing a taunt-heavy deck, this could be okay. I, I it, this is a two for me, but I yeah, I, I I'm skeptical whether that's a deck that sees play. Yeah, yep. I mean, I gave this a two, but honestly, like. I almost feel like it's a one. I, I feel like they keep trying to make Taunt Warrior a thing, and it just never is. <laughs> like it just never works out. I I like that this is ref, you know, uh, in honor of Glory for winning worlds, and that's probably the only thing I like about the card. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I wish Glory's card was better. Um, I gave it a two. I just. It it has, it has the fringe potential. That's the reason why I didn't give it a one. So one of those taunts you could be playing with Glory Chaser is Scrapsmith. It is a three mana two four taunt with a battle cry that reads "Add two, two four grunts with taunt to your hand." So it's three, two four taunts uh, in a single card. I, I, I literally think Glory Chaser is like the best reason to play Scrapsmith, and I don't know that that's enough for me to want to play either of those cards. So I gave it a two. Uh, yeah, it's it's okay. Yep, I also gave it a two. I this is one that like I can see a little bit of potential for, but I just don't. I, I just don't think we're seeing it right now, and that's. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm rating on right now. <laughs> it's like the next thing we're going to see. Maybe there's something in the future or after rotation, this gets a little better or depending on the, what we see in the meta, but mm. yeah, I, I mean, if you condition the, the, the taunts, that's okay. But yeah, you, you know, do you want to do that or do you want to condition something else? That's a good question. <laughs> so I have, I have it as a two. So, not a huge fan of this. All right, that is all of Warrior then. Yeah, We're all of our classes. Yay! Yay! Okay, I'm I'm actually kind of hyped for this card. I kind of like this this first neutral, uh, this first neutral legendary Ivis the Forest Lord. He's one mana, one one. Battle cry: Spend the rest of your mana and gain plus two, plus two. Rush divine shield or taunt at random for each there's a note here that says keywords cannot hit multiple times with the plus two plus two can you're likely to get keywords first but it's not guaranteed um there's i i've definitely heard people talking about this with like a guff druid like you know giving yourself to like a bunch of mana and then using this i think he's actually kind of flexible um i'm going to definitely want to try him in some decks but i'm giving him a three but I really like the style of this card, and I, I definitely want to try him out. 
I gave him a three as well, and I feel like he might slot in a lot more places just because of the upside for him. So, like, because you can always play him pretty much after turn one or, or turn two, I would say, getting two and be satisfied with what you get out of it. So, yeah, I like him as a three. I think I'm more skeptical on this card than you both. Maybe it's because I would end up playing this on four mana and getting rushed divine shield and taunt and no plus two plus two whatsoever. So I gave, I gave this a two. Okay. And then we go to Korak, the blood rager four mana, three, five death rattle. If this wasn't honorably killed, resummon Korak. Um, we'll note destroy effects do not kill him. Need to bring his health to zero. I okay. I, I gave him a two. Like, sure, he can come back, but uh I, I just don't see this as being particularly good. So he's a two in my book. Uh I gave him uh, a I... three. That's it. Go ahead, go ahead, Dragon. <laughs> That's Sorry. it. It's just a three. It's kind of I, middle of the road yeah. for me. I like this card. I gave this a four. The fact that you can't use a destroy effect on him without him resummoning, I think, is important. I think that this is a death rattle card that I would want to run in, like the warlock deck or potentially a rogue deck if I was playing death rattles. Um, I, I like the card. I think it's it's solidly priced. Like mana wise, it doesn't feel too 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 over costed the stats are okay but not like great but it's i think it's gonna be a pain to get rid of all right our last neutral legendary at least for now is lakalar the ice lord 10 mana 8 8 elemental with rush and wind fury costs five less if you have 15 or 15 health or less uh, I, I, I know there's some classes people have talked specifically about like Warlock where like you can get your health down pretty low easily. I don't know. I still don't see it. I just, I don't like this card all that much. I feel like there's too much requiring for it. Uh, I just gave it a one. Um, I gave it a three because I feel like there are controlly decks that would actually want to play it. I am, I feel like it's a comeback mechanic. So I think it's, at least somewhat interesting, but I hear you. I, I I changed it back and forth between a two and a three, so I I'm probably wrong, but that's where I ended up. So Russian Wind Fury is is very nice combination to have to it. Uh, obviously, if you can get this to be five mana eight eight, that seems a lot better. Uh, I gave it a two. I I don't know where this slots in, but. This is the free legendary we get uh, off the rewards track, uh, just at level one. So everybody's going to have this. So this is this is a card that you can have and play right away on day one. Okay, so then we move on to our um, epics, and we start with Abominable, Abominable Lieutenant. Say that three times fast. Um, it is an eight mana three five. At the end of your turn, eat a random minion and gain its stats. Uh, okay, like it does something. Like 
It'd be cool if you summoned this randomly in a in a clutch situation, but I don't know who's putting it in its deck, so I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a one. Same thinking. The base stats are just so so rough, and the fact that it's a random enemy minion, you don't know what you're necessarily going to get unless you're unless there's one big minion on the opposing side of the board. I don't know a situation where I'd want to play this, so. I get. I gave this a very low two, probably a one. All right, then next we have Frozen Mammoth, a four mana six seven beast. This is frozen until you cast a fire spell. Uh, okay. I don't. Know, I gave it a two. Like the stats are cool for the mana, but like I don't. I don't know. Yeah, only certain decks are going to be can't play, even have access to fire spells. I also gave it a two. Uh, give that to the hat trick. That's where I'm at as well. I, 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 the stats are great, but you're already limiting it with the requires a fire spell for it to thaw out and be able to attack. All right, then we have Grim Totem Bounty Hunter, a three mana four two battle cry, destroy an enemy legendary minion. So kind of picture big game hunter in the day, but only for uh rent or legendaries. I I can see this being like a fringe case use if there's something that's running amok and that you really want to give it get rid of it. So I gave it a two. I say fringe at best, maybe in tournaments. <laughs> maybe I gave it a one. Yeah, this, this is this is a tech card, and uh, not a particularly strong tech card. We had, I I don't even remember the card, but we have a card that does this, destroys an an enemy legendary minion, but it's more expensive than this, and. Uh, it was from quite a major dominus. Was it was major dominus executor, and you had to have a dragon. It was an eight four, or it was one of those cards. But yeah, you had to have a dragon in your hand, and I think it targeted enemy legendary dragons yeah. or something like that. Yeah, uh, in, in any event, this is not going to see play. It's just it's because of it. It only destroying legendary minions. I just don't don't see a world where you can easily slot this into a deck one all right well how about the super cute popsy cooler it's a three mana three three mech death rattle freeze two random enemy minions it's okay i don't know I i'm giving it a two like there might be cases you can use it um Maybe if you're wanting to get some like freeze synergy damage things, like you could put this in like a freeze shamany type thing or or a death rattle deck, but I don't know where it's gonna be used yet, so I just went with two. I give it a five on cuteness, but a two on being usable, so yeah, I agree. I gave it a two as well. I I mean, I think there are I I just don't don't know where you're playing this this card. I mean, even in freeze decks, I don't know that you're necessarily playing this card. All right, then we have Spammy Arcanist. It is a five mana three four battle cry. Deal one damage to all other minions. If any die, repeat this. 
So it is a five minute, uh, uh, five mana. Uh, I had the name of the card, the uh, the Dorwalk spell, the uh, defile, defile. Yeah, defile. <laughs> I had it in my head, and then it it went away as soon as I started talking. Yeah, I, th- this isn't good. Um, someone's going to try and make it work, but I mean, okay. So I gave it a two. It's just not defile. It's a five mana card that comes with a three, bo- three, yeah, three, four body. I just don't think like the the allure of defile was that you still had a bunch of mana either early on. It works on early boards pretty well, or it gives you mana to toy and mess with the board before you play this. I just I don't see this being good. So, but I think it's a two. I gave it a three, but it might be a two. I, I I like the idea of defile with a body. I just yeah, I, I'm not sure what decks want this right now. Maybe this is another one that maybe after some other tools rotate out, this might see play like next year after the rotation. But I'm not sure on it. I like seeing defile back kind of i hated playing against defile that really sucked i think i think if you end up seeing this card you're probably going to get wrecked by it but that's the only time you would see it and you're not going to see it very often because it's 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 going to be hard to slot in the deck because it is almost like a tech card and and so i gave this a two i i just don't think that it's strong enough to to warrant um you know just kind of Strong consideration, unless it's re- in a really niche niche set of situation. All right, then we move into our rares. We have Frostwolf Warmaster, a four mana three three, costs one less for each card you've played this turn. I gave it a two. Like I feel like I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. I'm not really sure where it's going to go, though. I guess. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. Like these cards are typically like off like damage dealt or something like this. Like the aggressive decks aren't going to play three cards on turn two to get a free, you know, a one mana uh, three three early enough for it to matter. So yeah, I think it's a two. The rogue is the only class I could see this being a, a card that you play because of the low, the zero cost. Uh, spells and stuff i i gave it a three but it it probably is not that good okay then we move on to imprison or excuse me iron deep trog it is a one mana one two after your opponent casts a spell summon a copy of this so as a note it copies itself and does not resummon base copies put buffs on this so um it resummons base copies, so it's not going to buff it up. So just put it on that. Um, uh, I gave it a two. Like, this might be a good early game anti-aggro tool or a, a somewhat feasible one, but I don't see much use besides that. So, yep. I, I think you might have that backwards. Oh, did I, I say I that? This is suggesting put buffs on this because yes, it that, will copy the that, buffs. I misspoke. There. Excuse me. I misspoke yeah. there. Yes. I, I realize now that you said, yes, you put buffs on it because it'll resummon copies 
as like a three two, you know, whatever, whatever you put it on. Yeah. So yes, I apologize. Oh, that's okay. I just uh, I don't I don't know how to feel about this one. I heard some other people saying that they think this could be really great against like mages, for example, or something. Uh, you buff it up real early. I don't know. I I feel like it's just too specific, and that feels too targetable, and. I don't know. I I just gave it a two for now, but we'll see how this one ends up going. I I don't know. <laughs> I just don't like it think, so much. <laughs> I think this is a really good one drop. I think I think that it does require your opponent to trade into it rather than remove it with a spell, unless it they can exactly kill it or overkill it. I guess. Um, so I think it I think it's an aggressive card. I think you could put it easily slotted in there, and it suddenly has this like soft taunt. So I gave this three. I think I think it will see play. All right. Then next we have Cobalt Taskmaster, a three mana two four battle cry. Add two armor scraps to your hand to give plus two health to a minion, and that's a one mana spell that gives a minion plus two health. I I don't know where we're applying this. I just don't see. Maybe if you're really trying to generate a bunch of super cheap spells or or something maybe but i'm just giving it a one i had it as a two on fringy cases so yeah i think it's a two as well we saw the banana vendor get some play it had worse stats but it gave a banana which is plus one plus one this is only health so it might not be as good so i give this a two that's the it seems about the same amount of play then we have Snowblind Harpy. It is a three mana three four battle cry. If you're holding a frost spell, gain five armor. Two. The only one who's gonna play it is going to be playing someone trying to play a slower frost deck. So yeah, I give it a two. I actually like this one. I gave it a three, but uh I I think even with things like Frozen Buckler, I think it's a frost spell and warrior to give you some extra armor there, like I think there's actually some uses for it. It's a decent body. You get some armor, and yeah, I can see some uses for it. I, I saw some uses as well. Uh, definitely Shaman jumps out because of all the frost stuff going on there, uh, but I only gave it a two. I, I think it's it feels a little fringier, and I think there might be better options if you're if you're running frost spell stuff. Then our last rare is Storm Pike Marshall, a four mana, two six taunt. If you took five or more damage on your opponent's turn, this costs one. I gave this a two. I I don't know. It feels so dependent. Um, maybe you slot this in depending on what the meta is like. But other than that, I don't know if I want to be playing this in any decks. I gave this a two. I guess someone might want to play it, but... I it doesn't seem bad enough for a one. It doesn't seem good enough for a two. I landed on a two, though. Yeah, it's obviously I don't want to play this at four. I want to play this at one, and so then I have to wait till my opponent does five damage to me in order for that to happen. And I might be dead before that happens. Like, so, yeah, two, low, low two. Alright, then we have Bloodguard. Five mana, four, seven. Whenever this minion takes damage, give your minions plus one attack. I, it kind of feels like it's trying to be somewhat of a finisher. Uh, 
I, I don't know. It feels real weird, so I gave it a two. Yep, two for me as well. I don't I don't know where you're playing this, but you obviously have to have some minions with this, and I think your opponent's going to avoid attacking it in that instance, so it's a low two for me. Okay, then next we have a bunker sergeant, a three mana, two four. Battle cry, if your opponent has two or more minions, deal one to all enemy minions. Okay. One. I think this actually has some uh uh control uh uses, so I gave it a three. Like it's not a hard requirement, especially early game, and this could do a lot of work, so I, I see it as a three. I will split the difference with a two. I mean, I, I definitely could see a world where it sees play, but I definitely this would be the first card I would probably want to replace if I'm running it. Okay, then we move to Corporal. It is a two mana, two three honorable kill. Give your other minions divine shield. This is garbage. One. Yeah, one for me as well. I don't know why I think you're gonna get the divine shield on this, but eh, yeah, it's it's probably a one. I, I get it's a two on my spreadsheet, but it's probably a one. Alright, and then we have the Dire Wolf Commander, three mana, two five, honorable kill, summon a two two wolf with stealth. I mean, the little frost wolf cub you get is super cute and adorable, but ugh, the rest of this yeah, I put it as a one. One here. Frost Wolf Cub cannot be a one, so I gave it, I gave it a two. That's the, the only reason. And Damn. you're going to struggle to actually probably get those Frost Wolf Cubs. Sorry, I'm muted. Frantic Hippogriff. It is a five mana, three seven. Rush, honorable kill, gains wind fury. I see this as a two because it has rush. You might be able to get it off every once in a while. I don't I don't know where it goes, so I gave it a two because I think you could actually use the honorable kill on this card. Yep, two for me as well. I, I kind of like it. It's a little costly, but we'll see. It might find a place. In, in Druid, I think is the is the place that I I kind of like this because of the mana cheating and both you ramping as well as cost reducing beasts, and the Wind Fury could actually be quite quite impactful. So I did give it a two, but I I do actually unlike some of these cards, I see an application for this. All right, then the next one we have is Gangster, two mana, four two stealth. After your opponent plays a minion, attack it. Um, I give this one a two. I, I can kind of see some uses. I think in slower-ish decks where you maybe use this as like a defense tool, uh, maybe because you don't want to be playing cheap spells or something, you can play something like this and it's very likely to kill whatever your opponent plays and you kind of help keep the board that way. Um, but I don't know how many places it's going to go, so I just gave it a two. I gave it a three. I think it's a, a well-statted, aggressive body that if your opponent doesn't play anything, you get to swing face. Also, it's great as a control tool, so I feel like it has multiple uses here, and um, I, I just think it's good. So, yep, I gave it a three. 
read my mind, Daring. I gave this a three as well for the exact reasons. I could see, uh, you know, reasons to play it in a more aggressive style deck. And, I mean, even if it just ends up removing your opponent's next minion, that that seems okay. Um, but, yeah, the application's more in a tempo to, to control seems that much better for this card. All right, next we have Gnome Private, a one mana, one three, honorable kill, gain plus two attack. Uh, it's a one three for one, so I gave it a two. Uh, yeah, I gave it a two as well. I'm not super high on a lot of the honorable kill cards, but the one three body early in the game has always been pretty decent, so makes me rate it a little higher. It gets a two just because of the one three. It could have no honorable kill on it. I don't. Th- there's going to be very rarely when you're actually getting that plus two attack. So um, I, I'll, I'll give it a two, but I don't expect it'll actually see much play. Then we have Herald of Lakolar, a four mana three five battle cry. Draw a frost spell. Uh, we talk a lot on this show about how drawing a specific thing is pretty good. I think there might be some cases, but I'm still just going to give it a two because I feel like it's still pretty fringe. Yep, that's exactly how I feel, so I gave it a two. Yeah, there's there's classes that have frost spells can consider this. They may find that there's better options than than this but this is redundancy in case there's not so it's a two it feels like a tech tech sort of card if your class is missing something and it needs this okay next up we have humongous owl it is a seven mana eight four beast death rattle deal eight damage to a random enemy uh, I don't see the use into it, even as the death rattle. I know people are trying to make this work. I think this is a one. I just don't think it's remotely good. Oh my gosh. I put it as a two. I think there's going to be some cases for it, but I don't know how many it's actually going to like work and be good in. So I have this as a three, and I think it's going to get abused. Um, it is, I, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of work to try and make this work. And, and I just feel like between now and when it rotates at some point, a class that can leverage death rattles is going to make this work, whether it be warlock or rogue, which is where it could be now, or, you know, maybe hunter or something later. I, I think, I think it's got an OTK potential to it. Um, and I'm not going to like it if it wor- does work. All right. Up next, we have Ice Revenant, a four mana, four, five elemental. When you cast a frost spell, gain plus two, plus two. I gave this a two. I think the elemental tag is pretty nice. Um, getting some bonus stats could be pretty good. Uh, maybe there's some cases for it. I, I don't know exactly where it's going now. I think, again, this is probably one that might slot into some decks uh, after rotation when there's a smaller card pool. Um, I have it as a two. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I agree pretty much. It's an elemental Yeti with some upside. If you have frost spells, I'm looking at you, Shaman. I think Shaman's where this ultimately ends up seeing play. If it sees play, 
but I think you're right. I think it's going to have to be after rotation when we have a four set meta as opposed to a six set meta, which we have now. Okay, and then we move on to Ice Hoof Protector. It is a six mana, 210 with taunt. Freeze any character damaged by this minion. So it has elemental synergy. It's basically a taunting water elemental with a bigger butt. So someone might want this. I gave it a two because it does have a large health pool and it freezes. So like it has something going for it. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. I mean, it it might say some cases, but I'm not sure where we want to be playing this yet. Agree with with both of you. I gave it as a two. I it it looks intimidating, but I don't know where it play where we where it sees play. And then next we have Knight Captain, a five mana three three battle cry, deal three damage, honorable kill, gain plus three plus three. Boo. It's a one. It is, in fact, a one. I'm going to give this a two. I think it. I think it's going to be fairly easy to get the, the plus three plus three. So doing three damage and playing a six six uh, for five mana seems okay to me. So where it sees play, I don't know, though. Okay, then we have Legionnaire is a six mana nine three. Death rattle. Give all minions in your hand plus two plus two. I mean, I can like buff paladin. I can think of a few things that would actually play this. So I gave it a two because it kind of feels fringy. I gave it a one. If I'm playing this in buff paladin, I'd rather be dropping uh, like battleground battle master and winning on turn six. That's fair. That's fair. This is. Uh, the, I mean, the death rattle buff to your hand seems good. And, like, we've seen cards like this, and they did see play, but it took a broken card to to kind of work with them. And we don't have, I think, a broken card to do that just right now. Um, so I don't know where this sees play. I give the I give this a two for now, but it's, it's hard to ignore, uh, you know, hand buff like this. Next we have Piggyback Imp. Is a three mana four one demon, death rattle summon a four one imp, and I I just have to say the the one that you summon is called back piggy imp instead of piggy back imp. <laughs> I know it's good. The name is, it's so good, but I'm still just rating it as a one. Uh I gave it a two just on the fact that it death rattles into another four one. That's literally the only reason. So I'm like, eh, I guess you have to kill two things. So yeah, I left it as a two. I I gave this a two as well. I, I I think the death rattle is is a solid death rattle for the mana cost, and so I think it I think there's a world where it could see play. Then we have Ram Commander, a two mana two two battle cry. Add two one one Rams with rush to your hand. Um. So I gave this a two. Like, I don't know. They're beast with rush. Well, one ones maybe hunter at some point. I don't know, but it doesn't feel completely useless. So I gave it a two. 
Yep, I also give it a two. Kind of the same reasons. I, I think there might be a couple of spots you can see this fitting in, but Hunter and maybe like a, a beast druid that's trying to summon a bunch of beasts and, and discount through that come to mind, but two. Yeah, I gave this a two as well. Uh, the The fact that the original t- Ram Commander doesn't have a tag or any sort of rush to it makes this um, it makes me wonder whether or not this will actually see play but i don't know if you're just trying to get additional beasts in your hand the, the, this could be a way to do it then we have reflecto engineer it's a three mana two four battle cry swap the attack and health of all minions in both players hands i'm giving this a one but like I like the design of it. I think there could be some cool thing you can you can try to do with this, but I just don't think it's actually going to happen. Um, I gave it a two strictly on like I th- the, the, I agree the design's really cool and like someone's going to make something that makes this work once in a blue moon and people are going to try it. So I I gave it a two. I gave this a one, but it is like who <laughs> who wants to play this card? I don't. I just I don't know. And like, uh, if it's memes you want, then hey, by all means, go for it. Okay, then we have sneaky scout. It is a two mana three two stealth honorable kill. Your next hero power costs zero. Um, I gave it a three because it's a three two stealth minion like i feel like the stats are okay like they're they're fine and they could be somewhat aggressive enough and they can hit face and maybe an honorable kill saves you uh a hero power cost so i thought this was a three i gave this a one I'm just, again, I'm not a fan of the honorable kill stuff. I don't know. Maybe it finds a use, but right now I just, some of the other stealth stuff I think feels better. I, I gave this a two. I'm right in the middle. I think that two mana, three, two with stealth is is good enough that it could see play. Um, I You've got this or the skulker option. Skulker obviously works better in rogue. This could potentially work better Uh if you if if you want to use your hero power and a zero minute hero power is it's nothing to be nothing to sneeze at as we found out with tour guide next we have storm pike quartermaster a two mana two two after you cast a spell give a random minion in your hand plus one plus one uh i don't know for me this just feels like there's a little bit too much going on and it's not the greatest body. I don't know. I, I'm giving it a one. Yeah, I have it as a one as well. I, it's not good. Um, I mean, I don't like giving ones, but this probably is that. I think if you're trying to hand buff, you're going to try and do it differently than this. Uh, just because I don't want to pay two mana just for the opportunity to hand buff. And then I have to have spells in order to actually hand buff. And then it's random minions. Yeah, it's one. Then we have Tower Sergeant, a four mana, four, four battle cry. If you control at least two other minions, gain plus two, plus two. I mean, this feels like one of those like upper end uh, 
aggressive card. So I gave it a two. I don't know if it sees play, but like a six, six for four, isn't the worst thing in the world, especially in a board centric deck. So I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. Kind of the same thinking. Maybe it doesn't end up being good, but I kind of like that. I, I'm okay with that. I think there's, I think there's probably better options right now, but in a four set meta, this could actually see some play. I gave it a two. I, th- I think it's, I think it's probably not going to see play, but it it might down the road. Okay. Then we have Troll Centurion, an eight mana eight eight rush honorable kill deal eight damage to the enemy hero i gave this a one one like one 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 like i gave it a two just because the rush part of it i mean i there i don't know what deck you're putting this in but there is there is really no world where you're actually going to get the honorable kill on this there's there's really not so do not play this with the idea that you're going to be uh you know hitting your your opponent for eight uh for this the enemy hero for eight with this okay and then the last two are the uh two legendaries we already have first it's drekthar four mana four four battlecry if this costs more than every minion in your deck summon two of them uh, I gave it a three because it's better than the other one, <laughs> so I thought it deserved a higher grade. Wow. I, I just went with two. I, I, I feel like every time that we've had this, we kind of see this case where these see some play, but I'm not sure how much play these are going to see once the expansion actually drops. Usually the cards that come out like right before tend to drop off some. I do think Drek'thar probably overall will see more play than Vandar, but we'll see. Um, but it was a two for me. I mean, I think this card, it's, I think it's going to actually see a little bit of play in more aggressive style decks uh, in a six set meta. And so that means that it's going to be really a, a lot, even better in a four and five set meta. So I, I, I actually think this is a, a pretty good card. Uh, I, I, not, a, not to a four, but it is definitely a three. And, and I think we're going to see some play off and on throughout the next year while it's in standard. And our last one, Vandar Stormpike, the four, four Alliance representing legendary battle cry. If this costs less than every minion in your deck, reduce their cost by three I still just gave this a two. Uh, people right now, at least, are having a harder time figuring out where this goes than Drek'thar, but there might be a deck that this is really great in. Uh, it just feels a little slow. Yeah, it's a two for me. It's just, it's one of those gimmick cards where it's like, if you draw it, great. If you don't, wow, does your deck suck. <laughs> so it's a two. I, I'm, I'm going to say it's a little bit better than that. Probably. I, I don't think it's as good as Drek'thar. I still gave it a three, but it, I like, I, I think like in big decks, this is the closest thing we have to a Barnes, but it doesn't create the minion right away. And so there is some advantages to that, but you do, you have to find it. That's, that's going to be the biggest problem. If this finds some, if you have a tutor or a way to find this card, then this could actually be quite powerful. 
All right, we're done. We're done. Woo! And the expansion's yeah. coming out tomorrow, so let's give a quick wrap-up to the show, and uh, we'll see you on expansion day. So you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. Follow our top pin tweet, and it'll take you to our Discord. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com, and you can find myself on Twitter and Twitch at Daring Alkaline. Dragon Rider, where can we find you doing your 12-hour stream tomorrow? Yes, that's going to be on Twitch, twitch.tv slash DK. Dragon Rider DK on YouTube as well. I've been putting out a bunch of theorycraft videos. Find me on Twitter at DonnieDK, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And I'm also doing some Tavern Pass giveaways during my stream, as well as one on Twitter that is running through the end of Wednesday. So you have time if you're listening to this when it first kind of comes out. And Mage, take us home. Uh, you can find out how I'm doing in the new expansion once it goes live tomorrow. I'm really excited about this. I am at Mage of Death. I was talking about PlayStation and D&D as well, so you can see that kind of stuff too. Awesome. Thank you guys for hanging in there. Welcome to part two of our Fractured in Alteric Valley uh, review. And as always, you've been listening to Doctor 3. Good luck with your pack openings, everybody. Thanks for listening.